When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. I want to start the conversation off about asking, you know, which is the real Auburn basketball? Do we see this team's tippy-top potential last night? Or is the last loss more of the norm, right? Which, which, where, where is Auburn basketball right now on that spectrum? You know what? Ike knows more. So let him clean up my mess after I just talk <laughs> off the top of my head, all right? all right? So I think what we're seeing is we're we're growing and we're getting better. Janai Broom had an early season injury, so mm-hmm. he wasn't 100% for a while. Wendell had an injury. Um, he missed a game out on the West Coast. So what we're really seeing is those two players who are also the most experienced players that are, they've been starters their whole careers. We know Jay Will was coming off the bench. Flanny was, of course, he looked like a premier player two years ago, and then he has to step back with the injury. And we still don't know where Flanny is in, in his return or his development. I don't know which is 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 to call the culprit at this point, but he looked better yesterday, but it was also a home game yesterday. So I don't know how much to make of what uh, Flanagan gave us yesterday, but Janai Broom's skill set and Wendell Green's skill set, they are the two most important players on our team. Best players, I don't know. Most important mm-hmm. players, most definitely. They both had early season injuries while we were figuring some things out. We had some guys step back, some younger players who got their minutes cut a little bit because they were coming along slowly, making a lot of errors, and we didn't quite have the cushion of talent that we had in the 2021-22 season where guys can just figure themselves out while we're still winning. We right. need everybody who's getting minutes to be their best selves, at least at this point in their development, so that we can win these games because we don't just have over-the-top, stupid talent to, to carry us through. So what I see is we are both teams. We are the team that lost to Georgia, and we're the team that beat Arkansas soundly at home. Right. We're absolutely both teams. Now, can Janai Broom and uh, Wendell Green play those games? I think they can play games like they played last night more often going forward. I think we can see that from them. Them playing this game against the best opponent we've played all season, that has a lot to do um, with them, I want to say figuring it out, but time 
and, and the ability to gel, but they needed those those minutes together and they needed to be healthy to, to play like this. So mm. we're seeing that we can be better. That's not even our best selves because we have a lot of guys who still aren't contributing that could contribute. Trey Orr could give us something offensively. Uh, Westry could do some ball handling and some scoring for us. But those guys have to get on the court for that to happen. We could deepen our rotation and we could still shoot better. We could always shoot better. We could always shoot better. But defensively, that was that might have been the best game we played mm-hmm. all season. Like the best. Mm, I have a question yeah. for I. I have a question for Ike here on this. Did Auburn up their game last night or did we see Arkansas have an off night? No, Arkansas didn't have an off night. Let me answer both of the questions you've okay. asked. This is more of what you should expect from Auburn because the defense played so well, because we are a defensive team. We shot better last night than we typically had been. A lot of that was Wendell Green shooting better, mm-hmm, though. Mm-hmm. Jay Will did not have a good shooting night. He was, right. had an average shooting night. Right. Janai Broom, though he had a double-double, only 10 points, did not have a great shooting night. Right. He was better in Georgia than he was offensively at home last night. But this is more of the team that you should see, which is somebody has an off night, somebody else steps up. Right. Right. And so you got from Wendell Green what you expect to get from him from the outside. You don't get what you expect inside from Janai, but he does his job on the boards. Jay Will does his job, you know, and and just making sure that he's a threat and hitting some timely buckets. This is the Auburn team that I expect to see more often than not. Now, we are going to struggle more on the road. We're going to struggle more on the road. But if this defense comes to play this way, and so answering your second question, did Arkansas have an off night? Arkansas doesn't shoot the ball well. They just don't. Like, they're not a great perimeter shooting team. 34% from the field, I think, last night. Which is why we went to the zone. We were basically like, your strength is, and Bruce Pearl talked about this in the post-game press, so you guys can go watch it. It's up on the channel right now. He said, we know they're better from two than they are from three. Right. So they went, they're going to play as we played them in a zone to make them shoot threes more often and try to force them out of the paint because they have quality big men, but they can't step outside and shoot the same way. If you actually go and watch it, this is something I plan on doing. If I when I get the film, I'm going to look at how they specifically keyed in in their zone on the guys they knew could shoot. Right. Everybody else, they were just like, all right, cool. Let him shoot. That's fine. We're going to contest. But this guy, if he even touches the ball on the th- perimeter, they're making sure they're running at him differently, right? And that's P- Pinion was the, the main guy on their team that I'm, I'm focusing on when I say that. Right. This was just a masterful sh- – and shout out to Missouri. Missouri was the first team to employ this against Arkansas. But this was yeah. Bruce Pearl and company saying, oh, that works. Cool. Mm-hmm. We can do that. Mm-hmm. We have the talent and the athletes to pr- reproduce this same thing. Right. We're just going to do it. So this is a great coaching job. And then – I got to shout out my boy Zip Jasper. Mm. He was out there. They was like, oh, y'all want to play one-on-one? Y'all ain't know Zip could go in his bag. Zip went out there, gave him a little wop-wop, you know, a couple mm-hmm. of times. Hit him with a little step back. I said, okay, ISO Zip. We, we got a new a new iteration of Zip Jasper coming out there. He put him against the freshman, and, and he, he gave the freshman all he could handle for about three possessions in a row. He hit two of them, that third one. If he that had hit that check. three. That was yeah, the heat check. Yeah, that was a heat check. <laughs> hey, if he had hit that three, I, the, the roof would have come off the building last yeah, for night. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So for reference, uh, Ike and B-Will, Arkansas shot 10 more free throws than Auburn in this mm-hmm. game. They went 19 for 32 from the free throw line. Auburn went 17 for 22 from the free throw line. Uh, you know, so that was 
significant. I mean, you could almost argue hit your free throws, and this is just a whole different game. So, yeah. uh, you know, and as far as uh, rebounds go, Auburn got out-rebounded 45-32. to 32. Yo, it was one possession, man. Arkansas... They got like, like five, five off yeah, five rebounds. rebounds. I was like, yeah. come. I mean, some oh, you can always attribute just the luck of the bounce to a, an offensive rebound or two. No problem, right? For sure. We got the guy. Broom's not the tallest guy, and he's not a super leaper, right? So yeah. if you've got a 6'10, 6'11 guy that has any type of athleticism, he can out rebound our at least Janai Broom, because cause Cartwell's a little taller. That was not luck. That that like I don't I don't even know what to say it was. It's not like our guys weren't hustling for the ball. I was like, come. Oh, and this stats are going to look stupid on the board yeah. off of this one possession. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, t- well, I mean, again, to kind of bolster your point, B. Will, it was 17 offensive rebounds versus seven. So on the one possession, you're saying they just kept getting the rebound, getting the rebound, and it kind of skewed the stats a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So great win for Auburn. Now, I do want to kind of address some of the social media. Arkansas fans are saying, you know, you guys won your Super Bowl. Since what? I, 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 okay. I'm not, can, can I'm I get, not on, can I get yes. on the soapbox? Yeah, I'm not really please, feeling, please, go, yes, go please, ahead. Please, yeah, we please, somebody, it. one of us, please go. So first <laughs> and foremost, I tweeted this last night, and I stand by this. Can we stop calling big games in basketball the Super Bowl <laughs> of that? Because the Super Bowl is an actual thing <laughs> that's for football. In another sport, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole difference. I get it. It's a big game. But, like, can we find, like, there is a national, this was you all's national championship game. That metaphor fits perfectly yeah. because it's a single game for the same sport. So can we start there? And I'm not saying, our, like, Auburn fans do it too. Fans all over the freaking country do this. It's not the Super Bowl because it's not the same sport. First and foremost. Secondly, how? How were you our Super Bowl or whatever the heck you want to call? How is Arkansas? Auburn won the SEC last year. <laughs> now, Bruce Pearl did say this is the biggest home win he's had coaching uh, coaching as an Auburn head coach. It okay. is. Is it really? That's what he, he said. He feels like this is the biggest mm. home win that he's had. I'd argue Kentucky last year was a bigger win. Yeah, I, I argue any win versus Kentucky. Mm. At home the, but be. see, the thing is, it was the upset, right? Like it was the higher ranked team. And so this is when stuff. So and I wanted to address this concurrently. Monroe says, yeah, but Arkansas's best two players were hurt. That win was good, but I'm not really sure what it means. Here's my question. Even with that, who gave us a chance to win this game? Right. Even with their best two players being hurt. I couldn't find a person online that said anything positive about Auburn's basketball team. They questioned the coach. They right. questioned, we, we were a bubble team in most people's heads before last night. Yeah, We're barely going to make it to the NCAA tournament. last. So their two best players being hurt shouldn't matter. We're trash, right? We're terrible. We're a terrible team. Do I need to go pull receipts? Because there are people in this chat right now who said it. We're trash, terrible team. Bad coach, Bruce Pearl doesn't care anymore, all of that stuff. I saw it repeatedly. <laughs> right. But last night was the Super Bowl. Yeah. Come on, cuz. Yeah, I wasn't feeling the whole, this is your Super Bowl. I mean, they literally stormed the court after they beat us right. last year. And we were just like, good game. <laughs> right this year. <laughs> now, at the, at the end of the day, the storming of the court probably had more to do with us being ranked number one than, uh, than anything. Yeah. Right. But so, let's, wait, let's not get out of right here. Say what you just said again. The storm, them storming the court had more to do with what? Us being number one. 
Auburn being number one. Auburn being number one. Yeah. Auburn was number one when they beat us. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. What was mm-hmm. and, and and Arkansas was ranked number one. It had to be because it was the Super Bowl. Right. So they they were ranked number one last night. Right. No, they were, they were not. They were not. Oh, they weren't. Oh, oh, they weren't. I, I, I can oh, confirm that, that they were. I'm tripping because it was. A, I forgot there was a three after the one. So they were ranked thirteenth. I ain't gonna be ranked that tomorrow. So, oh, okay, got it, got right. it. Now, not the uh, Super Bowl. Got that, it. Okay. That takes me to another thing that I kind of want to talk about. I've always felt like um, Auburn has struggled to, to climb the rankings after big wins, whereas you see other teams make monumental leaps after a win like that. Um, you know, where are we anticipating Auburn lands? Right now, I think it's 22. So tomorrow, uh, it's Mondays where they release college football, mm-hmm. uh, college basketball rankings. Where, right. where do we anticipate Auburn to land on the spectrum in terms of rankings after what was kind of a deflating loss? But then, uh, I, I, I'm struggling to call it a dominant win, but, you no, know. It was a dominant win. But double-digit win They were win up over, like double digits for the vast majority of the second half game. of that game. Yeah, like you know, so you know, how much does how does how much does the loss mean versus the win here, given the opponents? Uh, I mean, so you lose to Georgia. I don't think Georgia's as bad as they were last year. You know, I, I think there's going to be a little bit of okay, Bruce and his guys are figuring it out. I think it's better that we won this game after we lost the Georgia game because mm-hmm. that means okay, you guys get to figure some stuff out. How do you look coming back out and? I, we wouldn't jump more than, I don't think, one or two spots. Maybe 20. 20 is about where we land. But a lot of it is, do does the public, does the, the voting media think this team is better or did they just show up one game? And they always give you preference if you've got a lot of talent. Like right. if Kentucky has a really big win, then they would say, oh, Calipari's got them figuring it out. And they've got all that talent, so they must be about to get really good. They don't think Auburn is as talented as they were last, which is why we held the number one spot last year. They were like, oh, Walker Kessler's doing that. You mm-hmm. got Jabari Smith. These guys are going to be fantastically great. These wins are justifying our expectation of the greatness of their talent. So we're going to give them a really high ranking. This year, they're not as high in our talent. So we're not going to get the type of boost from this. We've already lost three games. We hadn't even lost by this point last year. So I don't expect us to climb a lot, but one or two spots. One or two spots. I, 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 yeah, I mean, some of that will depend again on what happened around us as well, too, uh, around Auburn as well. Uh, so when you look look at who who won and who lost, I, I just have always felt like when it comes to this, you know, Auburn will notch a big win, and to your point, be will it's like a one to two spot jump where we see other teams if they had beat Arkansas in this manner will we'll jump, you know, five, six, seven, eight spots in the rankings. So yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll see if the public perception of where this team is at because shooting has been a problem. You know, they have struggled to shoot the ball uh, the last couple of years, and it's been noted. Uh, so for, for Bruce Pearl to be able to kind of turn his guys around and get this big win, I feel like they're going to have to win with defense a lot mm-hmm. moving forward. So, And then you need this version of Wendell Green more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You, know, you need this version, right, of Wendell Green more often. He was attacking the basket. I felt like he was getting more calls going to the hole than he was in the previous game. Um, you know, and, and then last year, kind of moving forward, we talked a lot about how Jabari Smith was Auburn's best player, but Walker Kessler was Auburn's most important player, mm-hmm. right? This season, who do we feel is the best player? And who is the most important player? Because last year, it was clear-cut who the most talented 
guy was in terms of all-around game. But, you know, this year, how do we see this team? I, I feel like Janai Broom might be the most important player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely filling Walker Kessler's role, but who do we feel is the best player on, on Auburn basketball squad this year? Hmm. Um, I actually think J- Janai Broom's the best player. He might be both. Is he both? And no, but I, I think it's a it's a combination of Jay Will and and Wendell Green being the most important. Hmm. Jay Will. Hmm. Well, hmm. the reason I say Jay Will is because he the versatility he brings and the the counter of what he brings to Janai. Like he's literally the opposite of Janai Broom, right? Janai Broom is this post guy who has good touch around the basket and he's a excellent and he's an excellent defender. Right. Jay Will is more finesse, he's more 15 to 3 point range guy, mm. right? He is going to handle the ball a little bit. He's an okay defender but not great defender. And Janai Broom is this very braggadocious in your face uh, you know, he's going to taunt you. He's going to talk junk the whole game. He's going to, you know, ruffle people's feathers. Jay Will, exact opposite. Calm, quiet demeanor. You know, he, he is the guy that if Jay Will is on, it makes it so much harder to defend Auburn because right. he plays inside out so well. Mm. And when he can step out and shoot the three, it's just a different because he's the best three point shooter on this team. Statistically, Semo is the best, but for me, consistently with the volume, Jay Will's the best three point shooter on the team. How weirdly clutch was the I tried to draw a foul, but I'm going to hit the three anyway. <laughs> oh, that play. was a big shot. Yeah, the, it was the, a big the, shot the, in the terms of momentum. And yeah, yeah, because it was at the end of the shot clock. Mm. Like it was every it, it was literally everything you needed to happen right there in that moment was. We got to get a shot up. He pump fakes the guy, and then he just he raises up and then knocks it. Because I, I, when I was watching, I was like, "Oh crap!" Oh, yeah, then hey, he hit, it, okay. he hit the shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it, it looked strange live, uh, yeah. but he's had some big moments, uh, you know, in games for Auburn. I, I feel like Jalen is massively underrated in terms of importance to this team. You know, yeah. he gets he gets lost in the conversation. But when he's playing at a high level, it kind of gives Auburn, you know, a, a, another dynamic. He's kind of like mid-range, um, like paint game mm-hmm. where he's just kind of, you know, six, seven feet from the basket and he's making shots and getting his own rebound and putting it back. I mean, I, he's yeah. I think he's one a really important player to this team. So that's sure. a good point. That's a good point. B-Will, you got any thoughts? Best versus most important? I'm willing to to say Janai Broom is the best just because of his impact on offense and defense. And and we don't have a player who's affecting off. Like, again, I'm in the post, give me the ball. Mm-hmm. And I can make something happen, whether it's with my first move or, or with getting my own rebound and making something happen. So that that's – he's the only person, I think, who can probably – just get a shot whenever he wants to, if it's a one-on-one situation. Mm. I think Wendell Green is probably the most important because the the combination of ball handling and actually facilitating the offense, Trey Donaldson looked like he might get there. But if you take Jay Will out, he, he does a lot score. of really important things. Jay Will does. If mm. Wendell Green's not in the game, this offense doesn't move. It almost mm. just grinds Ooh. to a halt. And we have to count on guys making something happen like you know Zep was able to get some moves off on the freshman we have to have that or then we just rebound so aggressively with athleticism which we can do and we can't get buckets like that we have to get in transition off defense 
Wendell allows us to have some form of half-court offense, and I don't think anybody else on the team does. That's why I think Wendell's the most important player. I kind of agree with you, you know, and if for some reason he starts to catch fire from outside, mm-hmm. Auburn is, is going to be a really, really dangerous team. Now, the SEC, to me, is wide open this year. Uh, Alabama seems to, appears to be legit. Uh, this version of Alabama appears to be legit. Um, you know, there's a lot of, I think there's going to be a lot of parity coming into the end of the, of the basketball season uh, here. Let's get to some comments. D-Lev says, I would like to see Zep shoot a little bit more. Ike, you got any thoughts on on his shot? I think I think Bruce Pearl wants <laughs> Zep Jasper to shoot more. Um, he said as much. I th- Zep is probably one of the better pure shooters on the team. He's got a, a, he just needs to shoot it confidently. I think that's the thing I liked the most about the ISO stuff for him was it showed, it was clear they were just like, get out of the way, let Zep work. And I was, and I was shocked. I was like, the first time I thought it was just, oh, late in the shot clock, we got the ball to Zep. But mm-hmm. when they came back down at the top of the clock and did it again, I was like, oh, mm. they they about to let Zep cook. And he hit the second one. I was like, wait a minute. What? what wait, what? <laughs> when did you become a dude? I mean, the step get game. He, the third time, I was just like, okay, so this is a thing. Y'all he saw said- something on tape and you was like, Oh, the, the freshman dude that they got out there they can shoot, yeah. he can't guard. Whoever's checking him, mm-hmm. we're just going to ISO him. And so they, and they, Arkansas promptly pulled him out of the game. Mm. Yeah. After they the third shot, they was like, oh, I right, mean, they're going to isolate Pinion. Okay, we got, okay, get him out of there. Because mm. the third one looked like he was going down too. Definitely want to see Zep Jasper shoot the ball more. Yeah, uh, I like his game. I think he adds a lot uh, to what Auburn does. Marion Thomas, uh, what is with KD? Is he done at Auburn? Listen, this is this is kind of like a, I don't want to say an, like an on like an underlying storyline, but it appears there's something internal going on with KD. They have not, you know, benched him completely. Uh, he's getting in there, but you know, uh, I assume as we progress through, there are going to be more questions about what his role is on this team. Be will you have any thoughts on you know why Auburn has kind of pulled back from KD a little bit? I don't know if it's on court or off court stuff. Um, I know KD has a short fuse on the court, and it, it makes me wonder if they're like, "Hey, you gotta calm down." Are they over it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If if some of that, like every for every call that doesn't go our way, he's kind of giving the the ref the glare and giving them the, the stink face. It's like, hey, we just these same guys got to make calls for us later in this game. Like, let's. I mean, I I would if we were just going by what happened on the court, I would think if anybody needed to lose minutes, it might be KD because of the turnover, the combination of turnovers and the shooting percentage. Both of those are poor or have been poor, especially in games where we lose. Um, I, I was hoping that KD came back more under control. And I think he's shown control more often this season than he did last season. But still, um, attitude, shooting percentage, turnovers, those three things for him need to get much better for us to be consistently good with our rotation because he's, he's a vital part of that rotation. We were on that run early 2021-22 season. He was making shots. He was, And maybe that's why you didn't hear so much from him as far as negative on the court because – He's making shots. We're winning. Things are good. But when things didn't didn't go easily or go well for him, uh, whether it was his play or the team losing, he got more out of control, play-wise and attitude-wise. Yeah. And maybe this is Bruce just trying to teach him a lesson and reel him back in. If so, you know, he did seem to play a little better yesterday. So maybe those reduced minutes are having a positive effect. I don't know. 
Yeah, listen, uh, coaching is a multifaceted job. And part of it is being able to get the most out of your players uh, in different ways. So, you know, kind of like maybe like the mental part of this, you know, he's trying to send a message about, you know, and teach this young man about like where, you know, lines are at. Um, and to keep under control more. So I'll be interested to see how that develops. Um, James Stallings, here's the thing about the Super Bowl. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me pause for a second and talk about the KD thing. I actually think KD played well last night. I did. Uh, yeah, I, no yeah, comment on his play. That yeah, was his no best comment game. on his play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's more, it's more about other stuff, right? Yeah. Like there's other stuff going on there. Uh, James Stallings, here's the thing about the Super Bowl thing people need to remember we are the standard over the last five years in basketball who has done more is auburn the standard and the in the and i mean when you say the standard i'm look, i'm gonna shrink this down to conference is, right. is auburn now the standard in the sec uh given uh the amount of sec championships they've had over the last five years and you know over overall success you know i i Lament every day. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are really upset that the 2021 season did, didn't get a chance to finish. Yeah. Because I think that team may have made just as deep a run as the 2019 team. That's the Isaac Okoro team. That's the team. Sure. They they yeah. had come together. I didn't see them winning the conference uh, like they did. But that I think if that season plays out, then you've got 2019, 2020, um, the 2021 team, not the Sharif Cooper team, because, of course, mm-hmm. he wasn't there that long. And then Jabari Smith team, I think you got three times in five years where we win the conference and it, maybe even the conference tournament. We win it twice in that year with the Coro. Mm-hmm. And then make another deep tournament run because we, the only reason I don't think we're the standard is because we haven't produced in the tournament outside of one year. Right. One year we produced in the tournament. We have not produced in the tournament you can kind of say what we underachieved last year. I think our bugaboos, what our issues were, were just blatant, and we couldn't resolve them with the the personnel that we had last year. So I do think it's fair to say winning the SEC is important. Doing something in the tournament, in my opinion, is equally as important as what you do inside the conference. So in that respect, I don't think we're the standard yet. Ike, are we the standard? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think we're the best regular season team um, that the conference seen in the last five years easily. But as far as built to win it in March, no, no, we, we haven't. We haven't done enough yet there to be the standard. I think that there is a lot to be said though about winning your conference regular season. Um, and it's a grind. What, what I'll say is we've changed the standard of what Auburn basketball is. One hundred percent. People come here, and 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 they don't see it as a dub on their schedule anymore. Yeah, there, there there were years where you you had Auburn on your schedule. It was never circled. Yeah. It was just like you just went ahead and chalked that up as a win. win. You lost, it was an upset. Now you come in here and you take an L, and it's like, well, it's really hard to win there. Right, uh, Jordan. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I was about to say Jordan Air, uh, but Auburn has one of the greatest home court advantages in, in college basketball now. Uh, I, when was the, I, I saw the stat, but did you guys see the stat about when the last time they lost at home was like, it's there. It's like one loss in the last I know we're, 30 games. 27 game win streak, but I don't know when the last loss was. Loss was right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's become a, like, they're starting to recognize that just coming into the arena is plus five for Auburn. Yeah. Right. 
Like it's it's really tough to play in Auburn, and and, and those guys have created and you know kudos kudos to you know the administration and and the people you know this isn't the same uh, coliseum that that, that we had were had in college. Right. Yeah, it is something. It is a whole different beast, and they have turned that thing into uh, one of the best home court advantages in college basketball. Paul Atukto, welcome to the beginning of conference play where rankings don't matter, and Arkansas is. Always, always. overrated. Like yeah, is he? Is, is Arkansas overrated? They, we're talking about a Sweet Sixteen uh, team last year. Are they overrated? I, it's, mm. To me, it's way too early in the season for us yeah. to start talking about how far. Like, you want to project forward, but it's really difficult to do that right now because we are just starting conference play, mm, right? And you're going to be seeing. This is the time of year where you go against the coaches that you are more accustomed to seeing, so you understand their systems more. A lot of the players are carryovers from last year, so you have some continuity there. So right. You understand each other a little bit better. And some of these people, you're going to play more than one time before mm-hmm. we get to March. So mm. it's a little difficult to say that they're overrated right now. From a talent perspective, look, they had done enough. Arkansas had beat teams that they were on their schedule they should have beaten, and they lost some close games, right? Like Missouri, Missouri looks super real. I just yeah, let's just Missouri look real real. <laughs> but, yeah, Give them, yeah. Uh, I don't think Arkansas is overrated. It. A mid teens rating for Arkansas, I think, is about where they should be right now in the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would, I would tend to agree with that. I just, I think they're a tough team, and notching a win over them, you know, can't be overlooked at all. Uh, so, a kudos to them for going out there and getting that. 